Hi, welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. I am very excited to discuss and review this week's film. It's always more enjoyable and entertaining for me when I get to watch and then give my opinions on a film that I consider to be a masterpiece. Sometimes it's exciting when I can review a movie that's so horrible that it was so bad it was good. I can laugh about how the movie was so poorly created. But it's more fun to talk about why I enjoyed a movie, the great acting, the great plot, and brilliant directing. That's more entertaining, more beneficial than just getting to review movies all the time that are horrible one out of tens. So let's get to this week's movie. Last week I watched High and Low, which I consider to be far above average, a very successful Japanese film from the 1960s. This movie is also a Japanese film from the 1960s. I want to keep watching and reviewing movies that are national from different countries, different cultures. So far I have watched three in a row that fit that criteria, Boy and Heron, High and Low, and now this one. I'm also considering seeing over the weekend, over the Christmas holiday, the new Godzilla movie. So if I do, it could be four in a row. So that's going to be exciting. And the movie I'm going to discuss right now, I got to give a disclaimer. I consider it to be unbelievable. I had not really heard of the film or didn't know the background of the film before I watched it. But I was doing more investigating research for the next Japanese film that I wanted to watch and then review. And this one came up in one article I read about 20 of the best Japanese films of all time, either in anime or live action films. And this one came up and it seemed really interesting to me. It definitely gripped me. The plot, I said, that's very interesting. It's a lot different than, for example, Boy and Heron or High and Low. So I said, let's go for it. I'm a fan of samurai films and this is one of those. So the film is called Harakari or Seppuku. Those are two phrases you could use. It came out in 1962 in Japan. Then it was re-released 1963 with English subtitles in December. That's the version I watched, the 1963 English subtitle film. So actually it came out this month and 60 years ago. So anniversary of the film, which that was by accident, but that's actually not a bad idea to watch it on the 60th anniversary. So this film, unbelievably directed, I want to give huge credit to the director and the screenplay, but director for sure, Mazaki Kobayashi. He did a fantastic job with this film. He's known as one of the best depictors of Japanese society in the 50s, 60s. He's done multiple samurai films, and this one he did an excellent job. The film was very well-directed in terms of showing action, showing different symbols and meanings that really got you as the viewer to understand the drama and 
what was occurring in the movie. Because this movie was a samurai film, but it's not a traditional samurai film with huge battles, non-stop sword fights with different Japanese samurai from different clans and houses. This one was more a story with a bit of samurai duels towards the end of the film. The screenplay was by Shinobu Hashimoto. Definitely did an amazing job with the story. He was a frequent collaborator with Yukiro Kurosawa, one of the greatest directors of all time. He also wrote scripts for two of the best movies of all time in Seven Samurai and Roshiman. He hit another home run with this one. So he's definitely a fantastic writer and they did an amazing job with this movie. So the main plot of this film, it's actually a pretty simple plot, which I enjoyed. It wasn't convoluted or confusing or 20 different twists and turns. The plot's pretty simple, but the way it was created and acted was a masterpiece. So it tells the story of a ronin named Henshiro Tsugomo, and he goes to a clan, a house, the Ai clan, and he says he wishes to commit seppuku harakari, which is disembowelment. It's when a, for example, samurai for honor commits seppuku by using his sword to disembowel himself, and then he commits suicide. Also, people in Japan, for example, officers during World War II, they also did this as well. So it took place during the 1619 until 1630, the movie during the Edo period and the rule of the Tokugawa shogunate. And how it works is that the samurai, Hishiro Tugusomo, the master, he goes to this house, the Ai clan, and says he wishes to commit suicide. And a little bit of the background recently been going around through the land was that Different ronins had been going to different clans and also saying they wish to commit suicide. And some of the clans had negative views on this because there was one ronin, like the first one who did it as of recent, he wished to commit suicide, but his bravery, his honor, his respect was so great that the house did not fulfill his honor in committing suicide instead he was made a high ranking ronin and master in the clan and was well compensated for his actions so once this news was released other ronins who were down in their luck struggling financially with their families due to issues that revolved around the land with the shogunate and different changing of the families, many ronins were out of work and struggling to survive, living in hovels and back alleys. So other people who were down on the luck and had nowhere to go, could not find a job, not find work to support their family, decided to try the same exact thing as this man. They would go to different houses and say they wished to commit harakari, seppuku. And many houses did not want to deal with that 
So instead, they paid them to leave. So they were paid to help survive, and then they would leave. But how the movie began for this was a change because the main character, the Henshiro Sugama, played by the actor Tatsuya Nakadari, he went there to commit seppuku, he told them. But really, he was there to tell a story, his life story, and how he began and what drove him to commit Harakari in the beginning. And I don't want to spoil it because it's a very important part of the movie. But he has his reasons. One of the people who was killed and did commit seppuku in the beginning of the movie, he had ties to this character. He was related to him and very important part of his life. So what happened to him and our members of the main character's family drove him to go to this I-Clan, get revenge, so to speak, and say he wishes to commit Harakari to get an audience with the family and tell his story. And it's a fantastically written masterpiece. The movie was a slow burn, so to speak, but not in a boring way. They did a great job with showing Japan culture back in samurai days. Did an amazing job with one man's horrible occurrences and horrible life story. He lost everything financially, lost his home, lost his family. He had nothing. He was down on his luck, but he was able to tell his story and I felt really connected to the man as a samurai and as a human being. His story is very gripping, very sad. I felt empathy for him because what he had to go through was so unspeakable. And you really get to understand why he would consider committing Harakari because he lost everything, he had nothing, and he wanted to join his family in the afterlife. That is one way you could look at it. And later you learn that this family's honor had been um, disrespected. The main character, Chishikoma Hanshiro, his son's honor had been humiliated due to what this clan had done at the beginning of the movie. Disrespected. And once he lost his whole family, he wanted revenge on this clan. And that's why he saw an audience with them to explain and discuss his story and tell them what he had done and why they were a horrible clan and why they had disrespected all of Japan. So that's the film. Amazing acting. I have to say that Tetsugumo Hanshiro, the character was fantastically written and acting by Tetsuke Nakiyati was 10 out of 10. He did a more than amazing job. He completely embodied the character of the samurai Tuskomo Hanshiro. If you had told me that was him, I would have believed you. Everything he did in the performance was subtle, but well-crafted. And he really did a great job being a down-as-luck samurai who was trying to support his family. And once his family had died, he was beyond devastated and just couldn't face life anymore, but 
you really understood where he was coming from. And they did a great job with the housing, the culture, all the people he believed were samurai, with the villains, but also the other masters as well. And there's not really villains in this movie, so to speak, more people who done something that was against what the main character stood for and it harmed him. But there's no like evil villain, no evil samurai in this movie, so to speak. It's people I did not like particularly. And what they did was not honor and was cruel. But there's no like evil Dynamo who's sitting in like seat laughing or like killing people mercilessly for fun. Thank goodness. This was more just a man who ran out of options, his family had passed, he had nothing. He saw an audience with a clan and gave his whole life story and sought revenge. So for in terms of rankings, there's no debate. It's clearly a first-rate 10 out of 10 film for me. I would say it was my favorite movie of the whole year for sure. I've watched a lot of movies I enjoyed this year and last two. But in terms of this year, easily, not easily, but I would say it's my favorite. 10 out of 10, I don't really have any complaints about the movie. The music was very well done, atmosphere well done, the camera angles and shots were well done, zooming in on different characters, great overhead shots, great usage of the story and great usage of um, symbolism to really showcase his life and Japanese culture in the Edo period during the Tokugawa term in power. So that's Harakari, amazing Japanese film. And you could say one of the best Japanese films, but I want to say one of the best in general films I've watched in a long time. Perfect fit movie. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of His Trip and Back Pages. I'm very excited to probably watch Godzilla, the new one next. Excited to see that in our movie. So thank you for being fans, supporters of the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. See you next time. Hopefully I can continue to watch well done and well crafted, enjoyable movies in the upcoming weeks, not ones that are one out of tens. Thank you. Thank you.